Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We intend to help you keep it running thanks to the help we get from Nick Stoffel, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Hi, Nick. Good to see you again. It's been a couple of weeks or so. Yeah, thank you. Good morning. It's uh, been a little busy at uh, Lloyd's uh, these days. Probably a little AC work, I'm guessing. Yeah, the summer months, things really ratchet up, and we, uh, we're we well in full uh, full go here. Well, a lot of folks, you and I were talking briefly, are uh, planning, if not already on the road, for uh, summer getaways via the highways, right? Yep. Last thing you want to have happen is car problems so in, what, the mid- what, in the middle of nowhere. What, are the, what do the, you guys look for when somebody says, I want this, you guys to look over my car before we take our week or two-week road trip? Well, all the all the obvious stuff, you know, we're going to check tires and steering suspension, maybe new oil filter, um, look at the air conditioning, try to, you know, nobody has a crystal ball, obviously, yeah. but if you can see something that might help them um, in an extreme, whether it's uh, elevation or temperature, you know, because people go all directions and, yeah. you know, we want to make sure that they get there safely and back safely. And you do other things too, like if somebody is looking at a used car, they call up Lloyd's and they say, hey, you guys check this over. They let me bring it over uh, before I buy it, r- run through this uh, system. Absolutely. You, you should take it to your regular mechanic before you buy a used vehicle. You just don't know. And yeah. the truth is we don't know either. However, this is what we do. And if we can somehow arm you with some information on our opinion of the vehicle, so you have more questions from the selling dealer, yeah. or if it's due for some repairs or maintenance, maybe it's partly a negotiating tool on the price. Okay. Very good. Uh, six. By the way, let's invite our listeners to join in. If you have a car care question, uh, either by phone, 651-989-9226. You want to send a text instead, that's 81807. Uh, there's a text, actually a couple of text messages. I'll tell you what, before we do that, Jerry in New Hope uh, is calling in on the line. Let's get Jerry's question answered. Hi, Jerry. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, hi. Yeah, I got a uh, 95 Lincoln, and I drive it on the freeway, during the city streets and stuff, it's fine. But when I'm driving on the freeway, I don't know if it's overdrive, but it jerks sometimes. It jerks when you like a down shifting or something. It just jerks. And it happens occasionally. Seems to be happening more now than it did before. Yeah. Okay, I, I was just wondering what that is. And another question, too, is it does, it's got 177000 on it, and it puffs smoke out when I sit at a stop a signal light or something, but just a little bit of smoke. What is what is a good remedy to put into it to eliminate that? Well, the okay, on the, the 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 transmission highway question, I suspect that probably something to do with the overdrive or the torque converter lockup. Um, an easy maintenance thing you can do is have the fluid inspected. Maybe the fluid needs some servicing. Um, if there's an issue with the solenoid, that could be internal to the transmission. Very expensive. So. Kind of be careful on your your plan there, but maybe start with a fluid change. And the fact that it's puffing smoke, uh, you mentioned it's a little bit older vehicle. It's got a lot of miles on it. Um, there are some products that can help clean some things within the engine. But if it's a matter of where you have some seals or guides that are worn, there's no way to undo that. So a product might promote that it's going to swollen these things up and lessen the oil burning. And 
they might have studies that prove that. I haven't seen much success with it, but if you're willing to try something to you know kind of combat that, have at it. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing. Especially, what is it, about a 22-year-old car or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's got 180,000 miles, so yeah. it's, it's getting tired, but you can still give it some love and keep yeah. it going. <laughs> there you go. Good luck, Jerry. Thank you. A couple of text messages that are related. By the way, if you want to send uh, your car care question via text, that's 81807. Let me read these two, and then maybe you can comment. Uh, can you recommend an inexpensive... Uh, I'm sorry, that's another one. Can an average person... Recharge an air conditioning system in a vehicle. Is it hard to do? The other related one is, is do the, the AC recharge cans you buy in auto stores work or am I wasting my money? So can, can a person do it themselves? Is it worth it? Well, as you know, we do like the do-it-yourselfers. Yes. Do your research. Read up on it. The very first thing I'm going to tell you, the most important piece, do not buy one of those cans that has a sealer additive in it. Ah, you're thinking I'm low, so I have a leak. If I put the sealer in, it's going to fix my leak. Keep in mind that that sealer goes everywhere throughout the air conditioning system. So other areas that have small crevices like evaporator cores or condensers can get become plugged from that sealer, creating a much bigger problem. So don't buy anything with the sealer in it. That being said, uh, they offer the products. They do work. It's, it is refrigerant. You can add it to the system, but the thing you don't have the advantage of that we do is you don't know how much to add. You know, each system is a little bit different in its capacity or how much it holds. You might whether it's a pound, a pound and a half, two pounds, or you know, anywhere in between. And when we perform those services, we have a piece of equipment that evacuates it. it we, we recover all that refrigerant that's in there, then we know how much to add back to make it full. Uh-huh. Plus you can find a leak too, can't you? Plus we can find a leak because we can add some dye, add a little bit of oil. We do all the other necessities to keep that system working properly. So once again, if somebody wants to try by adding a can and makes it better for the time being, by all means, try that. Um, but if it doesn't work quite right, and it probably won't, um, come see us or yeah. see your mechanic. Very good. 651, is the line open if you want to, to call in your car care question? 651-989-9226. Nick is in for Dan today. Uh, let's see. Or the text line is 81807, 81807. Texter says this just in, uh, 2011 Equinox, rust inside bottom driver door. That comes from Mary, and she's looking for any suggestions. Wow. Yeah, that's frustrating. Um, I suspect, and I don't know, I suspect that maybe somehow a scratch or something happened at some point in time of the vehicle. Maybe it was a little bit newer because you'd think a car of that vintage should be rusting. Um, Wash your car. You know, I mean, we tell people all the time, if you, even in the winter months on those sunny, warm days, the car will dry, you know, wipe down the inner door jam and all that. But it's really important to keep your car clean, keep the salt, keep all that grime out of the door jams, the wheel wells, all those areas that we see rust developing. So it's kind of a bummer. You can see a body shop. I'm sure they can repair that. Um, I don't know how much, but yeah. uh, probably worth a conversation before it spreads. Well, that's it, because once it really gets cooking, there's no turning back for us. is the bad deal. It really is. Do we need to take a break? We do. Uh, Nick, hang on. Uh, let's invite our listeners. We have more texters coming in, 81807, or call us, 651-989-9226. But don't wait. Uh, Nick will be here till just about 745 this morning when we bring in uh, Jack Farrell. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Nick Stoffel 
from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, beautiful Grand Avenue. Exactly where are you guys located? We are at 982 Grand Avenue, two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. Um, if you're in front of your computer, check out our new website, lloydsautomotive.net, and that's L-L-O-Y-D-S, automotive.net. And if you need to call us at some point, uh, 651-228-1316. Are you going to be there today? I'll be there at 8.05. 8.05. We'll check. And you guys are open till noon. Just until noon, yeah. Uh, till noon, today. So, All right. We'll remind you of that phone number again before uh, Nick leaves us. Uh, if you want to speak on the phones, call in your car care question. We have a line open for you at 651-989-9226. Texters are coming in as well, Nick, at 81807. Uh, let's see. My older Honda Civic with 180,000 miles on it, the AC blows cold air, but the air from the fan is very light. Is this a switch, a fan motor, or what is Is this an easy fix, do you think? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> maybe there's some debris caught up in there. You know, if you're somebody's capable of pulling that blower motor down, you know, uh, you say the airflow is light. So a couple questions is, as you change the setting on the switch from a 1 to 2 to 3 to 4, does that airflow change? Because if it doesn't change, I think there's something blocking it. If it kind of jumps around, depending on which fan switch you have it at, maybe we have something with a resistor or maybe the motor itself is just getting weak. And this is, it doesn't say what year. It just says it's an older Honda Civic. I, I'm trying to think back. Uh, can, if it does have a cabin uh, filter, did, can those things, but I don't know how long ago they, or when they started uh, putting those in. Well, if, as that simple maintenance as we always talk yeah. about, if you've never done your cabin filter, Go do it. Uh, money, many reasons. Uh, it'll catch any of that debris falling out of the sky. It will help with airflow. Um, if it's getting very dirty, it can be getting kind of moldy or musty because it collects all that tree pollen and anything else that falls in there. Um, but it's the cases where we've seen them so bad when you put a new one in and there's much better airflow, people are often surprised. Isn't that something? Yeah. So. Simple and maintenance. And, it, and some cars are pretty easy to do. Some are a little more difficult. Yeah, it's a you know, a basic set of skills. You can find a video online, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, oftentimes you have to just pull the uh, glove box out of the way. That's right. Sometimes there's an access panel. Uh, but they, they vary from uh, just a few moments to maybe a half hour's time, depending on what, uh, what kind of car. Yeah. So try that if you have one. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Text is eight one eight zero seven. Another text says this: I have a two thousand three GMC Sierra pickup. Heated seats do not work. Push button on the driver's door comes on, goes right off. Same thing with passenger door button. Hmm. Interesting. The fact that it's both of them makes you think that it's not the seat. Yeah. Uh, Something, you know, that becomes a, a deal where you pull out the wiring diagram. Uh, you start at point A and go to point Z and try to figure out where there's either like an excessive current drain, you know, like it's pulling too much power and it, it identifies that. So instead of having a problem with an overheating situation, it shuts itself out. Uh, or there's a relay or something that just isn't turning on correctly. So uh, if you're capable to get that wire diagram, take a voltmeter and do some, some testing there or take it into your mechanic and have them do that. Okay. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Keep in mind, uh, Nick will be here till about seven forty five this morning. Remember the uh, earlier uh, text uh, or uh, about uh, the rust on the door yes. of the uh, Equinox. We have another one uh, from a uh, from Greg in Mankato. 
He said the caller that had a problem, or the texter, with rust in the doors of her 2011 Equinox should check with uh, her GM dealer. There's a service bulletin to repair this. They fix my 2010 Equinox free. So there you go. You've got the best listeners we in the really world. We really do. There's no doubt about it. Again, if you want to send Nick your text, your car care question via text 81807. Here's a text that says this. Can you recommend an inexpensive code reader an average person can learn to use to find out what is wrong with a vehicle? Again, maybe for those that don't know, what, what, what's a code reader that you, you guys have that special equipment at Lloyd's? So a code reader is an uh, electrical piece of equipment that you would plug into the vehicle's port and retrieve fault codes. Um, and like many things in life, what you spend is what you get. Now, the code readers or the diagnostic tools that we have cost thousands of dollars. I mean, we have one tool that we spent $20,000 on in order wow. to do this. Now, when you, the misconception is when you get a code, it tells you what's wrong with the car. What the code does is tells you what a symptom is. So if it, it says there's a misfire on cylinder one or if it's a lean running engine or if there's an uh, evaporative system gross leak, it's up to us to take that information to determine what created that problem. So when you go to the parts store and they pull this code and they say, here's your likely possibilities and list five items on the sheet of paper, could it be one of those? Absolutely. Which one is it? Who knows? So you can spend the money, buy one or two of those pieces and try it. Maybe it works, but if it doesn't, you're out. Mm. So you have to be careful. There's not an easy fix always. You know, there's this thing on Facebook where this guy's talking about how mechanics are taking advantage of people. And, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, I, I, that's marketing. It's not necessarily reality. Um, so if you get a code reader, you can go buy one for $100. Give yourself more information. So when you go into the shop and say, hey, I have this code reader. It gave me this fault code. What do you think? It's a good conversation starter. It, it helps you have some input in what's going to go on with your vehicle, which is important. But it isn't necessarily all the facts. You have to be kind of careful how you take that. Oh, yeah. So inexpensive. It's kind of fun. They make the little uh, um, the dangles that you can use with your uh, your smartphone. And it's, I've tried. It's, a lot, it's kind of neat. Um, it's not always accurate, but yeah. it's it's a fun toy. You know, it's something you can play with. There you go. And like you said, the word marketing. Yeah. That's that's important. 651-989-9226. That's our phone number for your car care question for Nick. Uh, or if you'd rather, like a lot of folks are doing, send a text, 81807. Let's take a break. We've got our bottom of the hour break. Keep in mind, Nick is only going to be here for about another 15 minutes, so don't wait to ask your question, uh, your car care question for Nick. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 66 is our current uh, Twin City temperature reading. Danny Long here with Nick Stoffel who is an ASC certified technician at uh, Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, filling in for Dan today. Uh, if you have, we still have time now. Keep in mind that Nick will be here for about another eight or nine minutes. So if you want to get in your car care question, still have a phone line open, 651-989-9226, or uh, send a text, 8180781807. Like you said earlier, Nick, we've got great listeners here. Uh, and we talked, uh, had that earlier uh, text about the heated seats don't work right now. Push a button on the driver's door, comes on, it goes right off. Same thing with passenger door button. You responded to that. A texter wrote this. 
who obviously has the same vehicle and has them has read the manual. Seat warmers. If the outside temp is over 40 degrees, they will kick off. It's in the book. <laughs> there we go. I didn't know that. We really, do have, we really do have the best listeners. Oh, no, there's no doubt about it. All right. Another text says this. Uh, recently replaced the right front wheel bearing on a 2008 Toyota Sienna. Now the steering wheel is off 15 degrees to the left. Is there any relationship? Explain what that means. Well, the... Steering wheel has a direct correlation to the steering column, rack and pinion, tie rods. Those tie rods are then connected to the steering knuckles, which is what our wheels attach to. Now, as we know, the wheels need to spin because yeah. we've got to go down the road. Well, inside that knuckle, there's a wheel bearing that the tire mounts to that allows it to roll down the road. The fact that uh, the alignment is now off makes me wonder, did they have to remove the knuckle to press something in or out when it went back together? Anytime you remove a steering suspension component, you need to re-inspect the alignment. So mm. it is conceivable that something happened there and things are just tweaked. You know, Not that there's anything majorly wrong, but you do need to have that addressed because that will absolutely affect tire wear. And once you wear tires abnormally, you can't undo that. Mm. So if it's in recent times, to take it back to the shop and say, hey, since we had this performed, maybe we need to do an alignment. And that would be, seem reasonable, to be honest. Okay. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, line is open, 651-989-9226. Mitch is calling from Coon Rapids. Go ahead, Mitch. Nick's listening. Yeah, hey, I got a 2009 Volkswagen EOS, and uh, when I go over bumps, there's some chirping coming from either the left or the right uh, front front end there. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty consistent. It's a chirp like a, you know, like a bird or a cricket. Well... If it's over bumps, you think it's something that's moving. You think in suspension, control arms, control arm bushing, sway bar bushing, sway bar links, something like that, where maybe the rubber's starting to dry out and get dry. And so when you get a piece of metal trying to twist in a dry piece of rubber, it's going to chirp or squeak or give you some sort of abnormal noise. Uh, probably somewhat simple to fix. This might be a little more difficult to pinpoint. So you might have to you know, maybe take it to your shop, go for a ride with one of the people there, so they can experience it with you. Therefore, when they're driving it with their people, they can say, no, there's the noise there. Um, they'll pull it in, maybe shake the vehicle down. Hopefully they can duplicate it in the bay, which makes it much easier uh, to make a recommendation. Is that a tough uh, for you guys, for you technicians, to, to sometimes narrow down? I mean, you go for the oh. ride, and you hear it here, and you think, well, maybe that's it. Then what's your next step? Put in, putting it up in the hoist. Yeah, you put it up in the hoist. Uh, the problem oftentimes with that is you expand the suspension if it's oh, a yeah. standard lift hoist. If it's a drive-on, sometimes you can duplicate it. Uh, I've heard stories of people um, driving down bumpy roads, laying on the hood of a car to hear the noise. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff that we've done or have whatever you, whatever it takes. You know, you get a customer with a noise that's annoying. I think it's up to the shop to work with those people to try to pinpoint, make a recommendation because uh, – it can be really annoying to have that squeaky noise every time you hit a bump. That's right. So bring it in. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Uh, let's see. Texter says this. Uh, do we have time? Yes, we do. Uh, this is an F-150, a 2004. The backup sensors are not working. Now, when working, they emit a beeping sound when you get close to something. Uh, what do you think is could be the problem? Uh, the If that vintage... Um, it's conceivable that through the winter months, as you're driving down the road, 
uh, salt and snow gets flicked up into the bumper. Uh, over time, that's created some corrosion, maybe damaged some of the wiring or one of the sensors. Um, that's uh, most likely what it is. Um, I, I would, you know, you can try finding a sensor to replace it. The difficulty is that there's maybe three or four of them, so it can get a little expensive. Might want to have somebody at least scan the vehicle to see if there's a fault code pertaining to a certain area of the bumper to kind of help kind of pinpoint that. Um, but it's probably a sensor. Probably a sensor. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. We had uh, a similar uh, a question, a text, uh, a few weeks ago about uh, overfilling uh, the oil as you cha- when you change the oil in a car. What can happen if you put too much uh, over the recommended amount? Overfilling um, depends to what degree. You know, a little bit above the line isn't a very big deal, but the line's there for a purpose, so you want to be between the two hash marks. Um, if you overfill it too much, the crankcase kind of gets flooded. The, you know, it, it creates more resistance, more slop inside the crankcase. Um, you don't want to create a mechanical problem with the engine. So just as like you don't want to be too low on oil, you don't want to be too full on oil. So um, if it's off like a quart, you need to have that adjusted. If it's off uh, a little bit on the line, probably not a very big deal. So I, I would say depending to what degree, depends on my answer. So. Whoever's asking, if you put in, like, it holds four quarts and you put six in, somebody needs to take oil out. No, I was talking to someone about uh, in some of the newer vehicles, uh, the manufacturer recommends a zero to 20 viscosity in oil. And that seems pretty thin. Am I just thinking of the old days when it's 100 degrees out and and, uh, you're using zero to 20 in a a truck? It's very, very thin. Um, But... Tolerances, tolerances in the engine are tighter than ever. Okay. Engines last much longer. You know, I, even That's in my true. time, I can remember a car had a hundred thousand miles on it was pretty much done. Now they're just getting warmed up. So the manufacturers did a wonderful job refining engines to make those tolerances tighter. So we use a, a lighter weight oil. I just saw a bulletin here this week that Toyota is coming out with a zero sixteen. Wow! So it's always evolving. They're trying to find ways to get us better fuel economy using less oil mm-hmm. uh, and, and less emissions. So. It's a good thing. Good thing. I think Stephen Spicer is going to be our last caller this morning. Go ahead, Steve. Hi. Good morning, guys. Morning. Say, I've got a a beautiful old boat here that I love to ride on, but uh, all of a sudden the blower for my heater and my air conditioner started blowing only out of the defroster. And I've been told it was a motherboard or something and a $1,500 fix and Boy, the car's not even worth that much anymore. Is there an easy fix for that? or is What's what's the vehicle uh, vintage, and what is the make? Oh, I'm sorry. It's an 01 Caddy. Okay. Deville. Yeah, that might be tough. So if you can find the blend door, there's a little motor on that blend door, um, or the, the mode door, depending on what you're trying. If it's mode door, it tells you the location. If it's diffrost, if it's floor, if it's vents, you can find that. You can try to reposition that flap. But the problem, okay. it'll be permanent, though. So if you, if you change something, the car's not capable of changing it back. So do a little research. Find those actuators. The mode door tells the diffrost, feet, vent, whatever it might be. You can try to adjust that to get it to where you want it, uh, and that's probably the, your best odds. Are you kind of a do-it-yourselfer, Steve? Uh, most of the time, yeah. And, oh, okay. and it sounds like that's all behind the pan, or behind the uh uh, dashboard here, that, right? True, but you might be able if you lay down on your back, which is not very comfortable. I'm gonna tell you up front, and get up in there with a mirror or something. You might with a flashlight. You might be able to access one of those motors or actuators and remove it to try to change the position of that flap. Okay, 
and if I do it halfway, then maybe I can get both to to work rather than because I don't want to lose my defroster. Obviously, uh, I, I hear you here. Well, and, and okay. if you're a do-it-yourselfer, maybe you can somehow fasten a flap to be able to move it. Yeah, you, you'll figure it out. I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> Best of Thanks, luck, guys. All, All right, Steve. Thanks very much. And as they say, it's nicer and spicer. Thanks, Steve, for that. You know, we're just about out of time. And uh, for those that uh, don't know where Lloyd's Automotive is located, tell us again. Once again here, 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. Uh, by phone, we're at 651-228-1316. And like I said earlier, we got a new website, so check it out. Uh, Lloyd'sAutomotive.net, LL. O-Y-D-S, automotive.net. Very good. I'll see you one week from today. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Nick. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.